Welcome to the Money and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Nelson. My mission to empower millennial couples to make money moves that won't just improve your financial health, but strengthen your marriage as well. In this podcast, I share stories, tips, and tricks, both from my experience as a certified financial planner and from my own marriage, to help you and your spouse kick financial anxiety to the curb and use your money to create the lives you love together. Let's get started. Welcome everyone to the very first episode of the Money and Marriage podcast that is driven um, specifically by a question that a listener has submitted. And so that is always an option. Um, If you have questions you want me to discuss, you can reach me at Bill, B-I-L-L, at PaceSetterPlanning.com. So feel free to send in questions. Um, We'll make sure that we address them at some point on the show. But here's the question, and I actually, I do need to to paraphrase a couple things in here because they reference some some details that, um, yeah, I want to make sure we're not identifying anybody. I'll always make sure we change that stuff, but I'm going to do it on the fly for this one. So here we go. Um, Questions. Hey, Bill, um, thanks so much for putting together the podcast. It's been great so far. I have a quick question. My spouse grew up in an environment where there was a lot of political instability. And then they go on to to reference a few historical events that um, had some big financial consequences for the economies that they lived in, right? And and the, they go on to say that this has caused their spouse to, you know, he feels paralyzed in making fi- financial decisions that involve risks. How do we move forward in making financial plans as a family given this financial baggage? And, and I thought that that last phrase at the end there, financial baggage, was a really good thing to talk about, right? Because, well not everybody is going to have grown up in those types of situations with the extreme, you know, political and instability things that, that this question asker was submitting. And by the way, thank you very much um, to the person who submitted the question. I appreciate uh, that. It's a great question. You know, not everybody has those types of really extreme experiences, but we all have financial baggage that we bring into relationships, right? Sometimes it's literal. Um, a debt, for example, that we're bringing into our marriage. If one person has a lot of student loan debt and the other doesn't, um, we are going to touch on that in a few episodes, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that, that specific question. Um, you know, one spouse that maybe has some things in their credit history that drag down their, their credit score. There's sometimes there's literal baggage that we need to deal with, or it, it's more emotional things from, from our past. The way that we were taught to handle money or the way that we handle money has, or is influenced by factors that either aren't, aren't directly related to the situation at hand or, or things that are out of our control. But you know, we all have that sort of emotional baggage in our lives. Some of it is financial, some of it is not. But when, you know, when, whenever we bring two people into a marriage, each person is bringing their own set of baggage. And so particularly on the financial side, how do we handle that? What does it look like? How do we identify it? And how do we work through it to, to create that, you know, financial plan that, that's, that's unified as a family? And I, I think the first key is just to, to identify what your source of 
financial baggage is. My suspicion with the, the question that was asked is that her and her spouse have talked about this before to get it down to that level of clarity as to where some of the, the paralyzing fear that he was feeling in making financial decisions um, is coming from and kind of taking her at her word from the way that the, the question was submitted. But my, my guess from watching couples talk through this over the years is that's a discussion they've had before, which is great. Again, prop, props to them for not only asking the question, but getting to the point that they did in that discussion. It's really good. But we all have these sources of baggage, and we just need to identify them. Right when, when they come up, that's the first step. Not just not just in your partner, although if you you have an open conversation about it, like the, I think it's okay to to bring some of those things to the forefront when when they're when you're seeing them, but in yourself as well, right? If you grew up in a family that didn't have a lot of money, and where spending money was always a challenge, and saving money was something that didn't really happen, like how does that affect the way that you manage your money today? And the risks, even the calculated ones that you're inclined to take are, are more to the point not inclined to take financially today. Like how, how does that um, show itself in your life? Or conversely, if you grew up in a really wealthy family, what does that do to your financial outlook, right? What are the things that you aren't worried about even as you're kind of going out on your own and starting from scratch because you, you never saw anybody in your family need to worry about them? Where do those things show up in your relationship, right? If you had to work through college, right? You know, you, you didn't have any college savings or you, you paid your own way through school or, or borrowed or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? What, what does that do to your financial outlook and how you make financial decisions with your partner as a family? What if they didn't have that same experience, I often find college savings is one area in particular where um, couples are, are often not on the same page, just given that it, you know, attitudes about college savings tend to really be driven by the experience that you had. So it's a, just an example of an area to pay attention to. Um, cars sometimes are, are an example as well, right? If you've, if you've never had a good car, um, you know, you, you've, you've always had a car that has some sort of name um, associated with it. I had a friend in high school who had the, you know, the big red car, right? Called the big red, <laughs> you know, like the really old, you know, uh, beater car that, that is, is, you know, barely, the, the, the wheels are barely on, right? If that's all you've ever driven, right? How does that impact your feelings around buying a new car going forward, right? Or maybe more to the point, like you've driven those cars before and you're not anymore, and so maybe that that tempts you to to accidentally overspend on cars going forward because you don't want to go back to that point. There's a lot. I mean, I just ran through several different examples of the financial baggage that can come up in just the past few minutes. But there's a lot of different things that can that can show up like this. And so pay attention for them, not just with your spouse, but on your own as well. So then that begs the question, which is what I've taken five minutes to, to get to, um, that the initial question asked her, so like, uh, that the initial question asker asked, which is how to handle the, the, the financial baggage after you've identified it. Um, and there are kind of three things I want to, I want to talk about with that. First, to that point, is to talk about it, right? Create space to have that conversation 
with your spouse. It doesn't need to be long. It doesn't need to be super intense. You don't need to beat them over the proverbial head um, with with the stuff like that. There, there's no there's no ulterior motives here. There shouldn't be other than just bringing issues that are we know are behind the scenes out to the front of the table or put them down in the center of the table so we can just acknowledge them and talk about them. Create space to have that conversation because the financial baggage that we have comes from struggles that we've had in the past. And if you've never talked about that stuff with your spouse before, now's the time to start because you're not going to start seeing the financial results until we really understand what's driving the behavior. So create space for that conversation. Step number one. Step number two um, is how you're going to have that conversation. I've alluded to it a little bit before. Um, No shame, no blame, right? There's no, this is... a conversation where there cannot be any sort of judging associated with it, right? If, if your spouse has struggled with something in the past, uh, it may be something you, you I'm going to approve of or you disagree on or whatever the case may be, uh, that's okay for the purposes of this conversation, right? There's no, no shame, no blame. Go back to the Four Horsemen episode we did a few weeks ago um, to listen, you know, to, if you want to think through like the, the ways to have those conversations, um, but it, it's really important when we're addressing financial baggage, right? Not only to just create a the space to have the conversation, to bring the issues out to the front, but to do it in a way where your spouse feels comfortable bringing those issues to the table that they, they maybe haven't talked about in, in years, if ever. Um, so that's number two, right? No shame, no blame. Step number three, talk through together how to move forward. Right. How are things different now? If you don't live in an economy that's collapsing, right? How does that affect the way and the, the risk you can take in your financial decisions today? And better yet, what can you do to to give yourself some sort of space uh, to give yourself some sort of safe safeguard in the event that something like that happens in the future, so that we have it taken care of, and you don't need to worry about it anymore. What sort of plan can we put in place to handle some of those financial baggage issues that you've had in the past and, you know, not avoid them, but actually deal with them or to make sure that we're addressing those needs that you have proactively in advance so that you can move forward together on the same page as a family, right? If we address the source of of the financial baggage, we work toward a solution that's important to, to both of you. We have a plan in place for how to get there and you're committed to taking the next step on that journey together. That's how you work through financial baggage, right? You need to create space to have a conversation that's a safe space, right? no shame, no blame, all that stuff. But you wanna make sure we're intentionally moving forward right? and taking it from a conversation to a plan and then the next step for you to take. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Money and Marriage Podcast. If you want to learn more, you can access my favorite money exercise for free if you head to paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. 
Again, that's paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Get your access today and I'll see you next time. Thank you.